0: So hi, everybody. Um, Tonight is Thursday, September 10th. This is a special meeting with the adult learning zone designers. And uh, as we kick off the meeting, I think it'd be great if we could just go around Robin and introduce ourselves. I think everybody knows me. I'll, I'll take a pass on this. But um, if Aaron, Brian, Gilbert, and Joe, if you wouldn't mind just um, spending a couple minutes giving us a sense of your background, what you're currently doing as a designer, um, and uh, and let's go from there.
1: All right. Sure. Well, I suppose I'll go first. I'm uh, Gilbert Reyna, and uh, I'm a retired Navy. I uh, was retired in 2012, I uh, pursued an instructional design degree at Texas a Corpus Christi in 2014 and graduated in December, landed a job at uh, Texas a University Health Science Center College of Pharmacy and I've been there for just under six months, so I'm still learning as I go. And I'm excited to be
0: here and for what it sounded like when we talked before we started the recording you're getting involved in a lot of the technology side of the house right yes absolutely it'll be perfect for (laughs) what we're doing we'll definitely be tapping into that expertise so thanks welcome and welcome back welcome back to your second project you want to go ahead Aaron
1: oh hi Um, I'm Aaron Burgess I live in uh, Cincinnati Ohio i got into instructional design maybe i think about 2003 and really started full-time in that field in 2007 and have worked mainly in adult learning spaces usually in degree completion spaces I kind of got into the conversation or joined the meeting when you were talking about Canvas. I have experience. I've been using Canvas for about a year, year and a half now. And I've also done projects in Moodle and Blackboard. Um, I've taken courses as an online student and I've been a designer and also an instructor. So I've got kind of all those various experiences. So, right now, Right now I I'm not this is uh, pretty much the only instructional design project I'm working on. I completed a consulting project for a small college last year in Atlanta where I was pretty much the only person working on a Moodle conversion project and I converted 86 80 I think 86 or 87 college courses for them in a year wow. in Moodle. So I was I'm taking a little break, but I saw this. Um, I saw the program, and I thought this would be a great way to continue to use some of my skills, but for a much better cause than my own uh, enrichment
0: oh, that's financially. Great. So, well, that's great, and we really. Um, and as I said when I was talking about how I divvied up the teams. Uh, clearly, your background in, in working with Moodle and with other LMSs is um, is really going to come in handy as we make our decisions as far as where we're going to be storing and, and housing at the, the resources we create, so, so welcome to the project.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Hello, everyone.
0: And Joe, do you want to go ahead?
2: Sure, hi. Uh, My name is Joe. I've uh, been an instructional designer at an online university, uh, Columbia Southern University, for I think about six years now. I started in 2009. Um, Lately, I've been uh, dabbling in creating more interactive learning environments using Captivate and and Adobe Flash and things like that. uh, I find that to be very interesting, Uh, and I'm pretty happy to be a part of this project here. So... I had a couple of, I had a little bit of uh audio trouble at the beginning so I think I missed the first couple of minutes.
0: Oh, I yeah, it was fine. We we're just we were just kind of getting our uh, ducks in a row. So, <laughs> we didn't have anything we talked about. Okay. <laughs> just uh this is our introduction. So, well, welcome to the project. Um, that's great. And uh, I'm glad to hear that you're working with some other, some other e-learning applications because that's definitely going to be part of things that we think about in terms of the, the deliverables that the service learners prepare is to what degree of fidelity do we need to take it? Do we want to go to kind of bridge that um, that gap between a PowerPoint and then taking it, taking it to that next level of um, having them build out? e-learning modules. So your expertise and opinions and that will uh, will be helpful to, to kind of help us gauge what what you think it would take for um, novice designers to be able to take a, a that, that step from a development standpoint.
2: Excellent. Great.
0: And I think last but not least, Brian. I think you're um, calling in on the phone. Is that right?
2: Yes. This is Brian. I'm here. Um, let's see.
0: About me, um, originally from New York City, um, currently living north in Buffalo, New York. And let's see, most of my experience will probably last 10 years, mostly online, teaching on a number of different um, online institutions, Um, and I've designed lots of different courses for those online institutions using mostly Blackboard eCollege, D2L here and there, and most recently Moodle when I'm learning Canvas right now. Oh, good. And other than that, I have... I think that's it. I I enjoy learning, using different LMSs and designing different types of classes. Okay, perfect. That's, yeah, I think, um, like I said, when I was um, deciding where people might fall in line with the available projects, um, I think, as you said, you've taught... I don't know what it was. was at a hundred <laughs> different courses. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, I think you may know your way around uh, the inner workings of an LMS then. So that's great. And uh, there is one more member of the team, GEO. And I'm pretty sure he said he was able to join us, but uh, maybe he had a conflict um, creep in. But he he is the fifth member um, of our group. And so I'm just going to mute everybody just for a couple seconds, just so we don't have any background. And then, um, when I get through my opening remarks then I'll, you know, kind of open things up again. But um, I'm I'm running tonight's meeting off of the design plan document. It's the Google Doc that's shared in our um, shared folder. And so I'll keep things fairly uh, tight tonight. Uh, What I'd really like this just to be is an opportunity for me to communicate to you what the designer assignments are, what the what, what I need help with, and then um, ask for your input on where you think you would um, align well and what type of project you'd like to work on. And so what I've got pulled up here on the screen, and hopefully everybody can see my screen. Um, And if you can't, just let me know in the text chat if if for whatever reason um, things get wonky on on the screen. But um, right now we should be looking at something that's a meeting agenda for the adult learning zone team meeting. And so the two areas of um, designer assignments uh, where I need help Is one to create the requirements for the service learners in terms of what they're going to be designing and delivering and so um, as we talked about in our first meeting last week that's primarily going to be lesson a lesson plan as well as lesson modules for about a 15 minute to 30 minute small bite um, uh, instructional module for an adult basic educator to use uh, with their adult learners. And um, without getting into a lot of the details, those are the, the modules that would then align with the college and career readiness standards. So, um, and I'll share with you in a moment what what's what's involved with that. Um, then the second piece of it, we talked a little bit about also last week, was um, where are these modules that the service learners going to be housed once they are developed? and. Last week, I was pretty gung-ho about this whole idea of us going out and creating our own repository using a WordPress installation, Um, mainly because everything I've seen to date is very K-12 driven. Um, and also, a lot of the times when you go to these repositories, um, it's just kind of an ad hoc build out where something, some, somebody might have put a few math modules and then other people have maybe done some science modules. <clears throat> and, it, and it didn't appear like there was a you know, great momentum behind the, the effort. And so I really didn't want to be dragged down by some of that baggage. And so my approach was, okay, let's just start clean and, and cr- on a clean slate and create our own. Um, and so what I'm going to do is hop over to um, this section, <clears throat> excuse me, about uh, the adult learning zone, and kind of dig right into kind of the guts of a big decision that I think I would—not uh, I think—I know I need help from your this team and and all of with all of your expertise in helping me think through, and and coming up with a decision of of what direction we're going to go. So, option B was the one I just described, where we would use the WordPress installation I already have and create, you know, build out this adultlearningzone.org. Option A, and I don't, there's really no preference (laughs) between A and B. It's just a way to delineate the two, would be to um, join forces with an existing repository. And one of our subject matter experts, Amanda Duffy, has done some some good work with the folks at OER Commons. And so let me put a couple links into the um, chat room. Here's the main OER Commons repository. And then what's interesting within that, uh, they have gone out of their way to help organizations such as us or maybe a community college or someone else carve out a little world of their own, like a hub or a small world uh, within OER Commons to develop resources that are specific to their needs. And so the second link that I put in there, it's the same link, OERcommons.org, but it's a separate group for adult education. And so this is the one that Amanda is particularly affiliated with, and so I'll open it up here. So the question for our, our group is, does this serve our needs? And um, does this seem like something that we would want to align ourselves with? And if so, that's great. How do we go about doing that? And if not, (laughs) is there something that we could borrow from what they're doing, the good things of what they're doing, and build it out on our own? Because when you look at it, it's a lot of the same types of things that I had in our prototype for the um, adult learning zone. It has things delineated by subject matter. Um, It's very much aligned with the GED standards, the Common Core standards, slash CCR standards. So there, you know, there is a lot that's already there that is uh, the things that I was targeting myself. Um, So with that, I'm going to open up the mics again and and give everybody a chance to speak. So anybody have any experience or exposure with... Um, with OER Commons. Have you ever used any of their resources when you were developing instruction? No, that sounds like a no. And and what are your thoughts on that as far as, you guys have certainly built out enough of your own systems and um, know what it's like to host because clearly if we do the adult learning zone that would keep the the burden of hosting on my shoulders or people that I (laughs) get to help me with that versus using something like OER Commons. Um, Any any thoughts on that? Kind of the pros and the cons of self-hosting versus uh, dovetailing with somebody else's efforts?
2: Um, I guess one of the things that I would uh want to know is, I, I imagine we want to make this as uh, the learners deliverables, I imagine we want to make them available after the fact, so if they wanted to demonstrate their, their abilities to someone else.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yep, that's a really good point. And um, one thing that I noticed right away to, to that point, it, it definitely has Creative Commons licensing as the backbone. So that does help that. However, it's not as liberal a license as we were contemplating. I was contemplating the most liberal, most liber- <laughs> most liberal licensing, which was just uh, the attribution and um, the OER Commons defaults to non-commercial, which I think technically could be a problem for some of our um, GED folks. Like if they're a GED area where they actually sell their um, their uh, training or you know the GED prep I don't know if that runs afoul then of the uh, non-commercial license and that's not to say though that we can't make our resources more liberal than what the main platform has um, but it, it does also get to your point the, one of the reasons we had the most liberal licensing is because we wanted to make sure the students who provided work to us we're then able to use those resources either in a portfolio or if they were an adult basic educator or whatever it may be that they could then take that resource and use. So yeah, your point is really well taken. Um, And I think when you poke around a little bit and look at it, it's kind of interesting. Let me look at one of these and see if I can come up with a good example. When you click on the actual resource, what's kind of interesting about it is they do have a a way for people to rate the resources, which I think is kind of cool. Um, which kind of gives it a a way of self-evaluating, I guess, (laughs) the quality of the material, although I don't know who's doing the rating, I guess. That's another question mark. Um, But it does then um, give you the opportunity to list who the provider is. So here, for example, is the um, U.S. – Geological Survey was the provider of this resource. So this instead would obviously be our name, Designers for Learning. And then we could have the students, I'm sure, some type of attribution back to the um, specific designers. So if you really look through this, it's a lot like what I was contemplating. Um, and it's got this it's a section below it for comments. And people. it looks like these are some of the folks that stepped in and, and reviewed and rated. Um, so what I'd like to do then, Let's chew on this. So what I what I have laid out for our big picture schedule for the next couple weeks. Let me find where that is. Here we go. Um, I've got the survey. I think I gave everybody a link of that last week that I'm sending out to the subject matter experts. And um, I have a link to that somewhere. And I'll, I'll share that in a moment. Um, and, and so the, these are questions that I'm posing to the, the subject matter experts asking them. If uh, you know what what uh, what uh subject area should we focus in on, what grade level should we focus in on, uh, specify what should we really focus on the college and career readiness standards? should we instead focus in on the ged? so those that's kind of the nature of the questions to them. So the idea is that we'll go out to the subject matter experts on the fourteenth, receive their feedback. Um, hopefully by the 21st, and then I'll be able to turn that around and, and get the aggregated data out to the design teams. And then based on their input, plus the, the digging that we do into these issues that I'm talking about with you tonight, um, we'll regroup as a group. Um, and I've, I've set this up as a tentative date of October 8th. Certainly, we'll, I'll confirm with you guys if that date works with you, but it's a Thursday night on uh, same time uh, but on, Octob- on October 8th. And what I'd like to do at that point is have, um, give you guys the opportunity to give me your feedback on that question that I just raised. <laughs> should we go down the path of building out our own or sh- should we consider OER Commons or even more broadly, are there other repositories that, um, in the next couple of weeks you could help, help me dig into and see if that's a better place for us to align our, our efforts? Um, so that's kind of gives you a big picture of what I'm looking at um, in terms of the date. And then I have another couple dates that I'm contemplating in November and December for when we would come back and, and regroup based on the decisions we made in that October 8th meeting. So what I wanted to do tonight was to pitch that idea to you. That's the, that's the one, one project that has to be contemplated. And then, as I mentioned, also the... Um, we need a team, two or three designers, to help prepare written ex- instructions for the service learners that confirm what their design and development requires requirements are going to be for the adult basic education deliverable. So that's the second project assignment. One, one project is the one I talked about a moment ago. This is the second one. And so, Gilbert, this may uh, ring a bell with you. When we had our cohorts go through with Grace Centers of Hope and develop units, Uh, We had a subject matter expert prepare a style guide and a lesson template as part of that project. And so I've linked those here within our Google Doc to give you a sense of what I'm talking about. And so what we need to do now for this project is to do something similar. So we need to prepare some uh, written instructions to the service learners saying, for example, the lesson needs to be limited to scope to about 15 to 30 minutes. It has to be aligned to the standards. these I'm kind of reading off the screen here, lesson must designate whether it's for a grade level D or E or whatever it might be, Um, explain to them if they are going to borrow or repurpose a resource, um, have the uh, instructions on what type of resource it has to be in terms of the licensing requirements, you know, we have to be able to legally be able to use it in order to be able to borrow it, those types of things. and then also uh, s- spell out for them what we're looking for within the lessons that we need them to have it not just be a content dump, that there it has to be true instruction that has activation exercises and demonstration and appropriate application and integration activities, those types of things. Um, and then finally, to have uh, almost like a style guide that will. Lay out for them what the development developed materials must include. So I think we've talked already a little bit about this that it needs to have some type of lesson overview for the instructors. It needs to have um, the actual um, lesson materials, and it's kind of what I was talking to Joe about a, a moment ago: is how what, what the degree of fidelity that needs to be. So can it just be a PDF, or can it? Does it need to um, include some type of PowerPoint lesson or whatever it may be? And these are the things that we need to. To, as a group decide um, if that and then needs to be spelled out, spelled out for the service learners um, and so on and so forth. So that this is just kind of my very quick, off the top of my head, these are some of the things that for sure we will need to be in the style guide that we prepare for the learners, um, the service learners. Um, so what I'd like to do now is ask you guys <laughs> to give me a sense of where you would like to contribute. Do you see yourself more interested in being part of the team that would prepare that written document and those, uh, the written, um, so the style guide and any of the templates to clarify for those service learners what the design and development requirements are? Or would you be more interested instead in being part of the, um, a small group of folks who would, um, work on building out the, either be either building out the adult learning zone or figuring out a way for us to align? with an existing repository. So I'll unmute everybody and um, and kind of give you a sense to, OK, Brian's mentioned design and development What's is what he's interested. That was easy, <laughs> that was good. I thought I'd have to do some arm twisting on one or the other of these. So that's, you know, Brian, I'm going to stick your name right there. Right? There you go, first one up. Anybody else? Gilbert, do you have a preference one way or the other, What where you'd like to spend your? Uh, your volunteer time?
1: I'm thinking uh, the second option, adult
0: learning zone. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Aaron or Joe?
1: Yeah, Jennifer, I think the second one, too, just evaluating the maker, the maker buy decision. You know? Okay. So that's that would inter- interest me. Um, I have one question, though. Sure. About the question, about the survey being asked Mm -hmm. um, to the uh, subject matter experts in regards Mm -hmm. to the types of technology that the users would have access to. Mm -hmm. Because I think that that would help to determine some of the requirements. I mean, we don't want to create, you know, learning modules that, you know, GRE instructors and then students aren't going to have access to. I didn't know if that was part of the survey.
0: It is a little bit. Um, and you know what I'd, I'd like to be able to do, too, or ask ask for um, your input in. It is linked here at the um, on the bottom right here of our agenda for tonight. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to send it out until early next week. I'm targeting Monday. Um, so if maybe from now until Monday, if, um, if you wouldn't mind taking a peek at it and giving me okay. your... Specific feedback, but to your point, um, I think I did have a little bit touching on it, but maybe not enough. I talked a little bit about development format. I think I talked a little bit about the context. Let's see. Where did I have mm-hmm. that? Um, it's, it probably could be built, built out more. I wrote, well, well, instructional context, every instructional context is different. Briefly describe mm-hmm. the ABE instructional in settings you've encountered, what special factors um, are important for us to consider, such as access to technologies to support the learners. Mm-hmm. But I think we could do a better job on maybe some more pointed questions. Um, I, yeah, that's a great point. So maybe if you could give me feedback on that question, I'd really appreciate that
1: files and spending a lot of time on those sort of time intensive you know tools so I think they um, we set the flash or HTML5 or you know whatever to be able to pulls well, in that we are commons are they're not of different that we can look at it different Modules that will tell us kind of, or give us a, a sense of what what other people are using so we yep. can use those to kind of guide. OK,
0: right. Because
1: I'm, I'm not I'm not I've not had a chance to look at that. I'm not mm-hmm. familiar with that kind of repository. So,
0: yeah, I'm learning every day. It's, it's, it's like I said, it's been really cool to have these subject matter experts here to help us. And on the back side of this, um, one of the last pages of the design plan that I'm we're going through tonight, I did a cut and paste from. From, a, from the subject matter experts um, document that they're putting together. There are a lot of other ones too. There's the open course library. There's something called the OE, um, OE consortium, <laughs> digital, digital learn. So as I said, OER commons is one that stands out, but certainly there are many, many others. And so as we're thinking about like your team, that's thinking about this, if you could, um, you know, definitely, uh, spend some time looking at, at at the other ones as well. That would be great. So let me go back. OK, we got Joe. We, we, we don't want to forget Joe. Where Anything in particular jump out at you?
2: Um, I can continue to the design and development area. Oh,
0: OK. Well, this you guys are too easy. <laughs> this is just working out too well. We aren't having any fights and like, brawls over uh, sections. Uh, well, very good. And I'm guessing Gio will probably want to do, uh, but I'll leave it up to him. Um, he's, he's, he has more of a, a development background. I'm guessing he's going to want to go down the um, adult learning zone path, but we'll, uh, we'll leave him to, to decide that. Um, so this, this is pretty much all I had in terms of what I wanted to get out tonight because I think now I think I, I, we're about at a point where I can kind of pass the baton a little bit to you to start mulling over these things, these concepts that I've laid out. And um, I'm I'm sure as we move forward, I know we're going to have to have separate meetings as you have a chance to look at these other repositories, as you have a chance to look at what our style guide was and what our design templates were. Um, And so we can regroup on that. But if you guys right now, before we disband for the evening, how does this date look for a formal date for us to get together on October 8th at 7 p.m.? Did Thursday nights tend to work pretty well for you? Yes from Brian. Yes, I'm free. Okay, yes for Gilbert.
1: Yeah, uh, yes uh, for Marin.
0: Okay. Sounds good. And Joe, it works for you probably? Uh possibly. Uh, yeah, that looks good. <laughs> okay, well very good. So, um here's what I'd like to do then. Um let's let's go let let this all marinate. <laughs> let's all think about what I've talked about tonight. And um, formally, for sure, we'll meet on October 8th. And informally, if anyone wants to do just a hangout with me to get clarification on some of the things I mentioned, uh, we can certainly do that at any time in the interim be- between now and then. And also, I'll just be sending out my periodic emails as we get information in from the subject matter experts or as things may evolve. Uh, But this document that I have pulled up tonight, that'll be kind of our home base for your team in particular. So if there are things that you find that you want to store for the group to look at, you know, this is a good place to do it. Um, And then with that, I I guess I'll just turn it over to you guys. Are there any questions that you have from what we talked about tonight? or, Or do you want to just kind of have some time now to just to mull things over?
1: hi it's gilbert um yeah i think i need to take a look at uh, the uh, design plan and see what's going on i'm not familiar with the oer so give me a couple of days to look at it and i'll get with aaron and we'll start to discuss and put a plan together Mm -hmm.
0: that would be great that would be great and that's really what i'm looking for on the eighth is really just and you guys have been down this path enough to know (laughs) what it means to evaluate things and come back with recommendations and that's really what i'm looking for for from that group um and then, if you decide, you know what? I think we could do it better. That's that's fine too. Yeah, that's a fine fine option as well. If if you feel that it, it the, 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 what's available is not meeting our needs, that's that's a fine option as well. Um, and Joe and Brian, you guys are okay with? I guess for right now there's not too much to do until we start making decisions on some of these things, getting some feedback, but, um, certainly, uh, for Joe and for Brian and, and well for all of you really, but, um, we hadn't talked about if there are any questions that you may have for the subject matter experts. Again, where did I lose it here? Uh, there we go. So here's where it says the, the uh, SME survey draft. If you click, click on that. And then just drop me an email if you have any questions you'd like me to add or any that maybe you think could be better phrased. And if you could do that by Monday, that would be great. And I'll try to get that out to the SMEs by Monday. And then hopefully within 10 days or so, we'll get some responses back. Okay, does that sound good? Sounds great. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much. I really appreciate your volunteering and your help. And my door is always open, so please let me know if anything starts to get confusing because we can probably nip it in the bud pretty quickly. Well, have a great night, everybody. Thank you. A lot.
1: Good night. All right. Good night.